Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center and contact center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items that you can take back to your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent performance, hopefully improve the customer experience in your contact center. My name, as you probably know by now, is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500-seat call center outsourcer located here in in Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing? We, uh, we've had a real busy, I guess, content week. We've posted a Got the blog going again. If if you have, I'm actually really proud of it, guys. So if you go to um, expediausa.com, that's just our the our website, and just click on the blog. Pretty much every podcast episode we've now turned into a blog post, right? So if you like some of the content, you know I don't have show notes because I think it's kind of it's kind of painful to do. But basically, those are the show notes. So if if any of the Anything that you want that we talk about here um, in written form, you can kind of go there and, and you can download that. We actually kind of elaborate a little bit more in the in the blogs as well because most of the time, well, all the time, we're taking the podcast, putting it into blog form, and then I'll always think like, oh, man, I should I needed to talk about that. So it's kind of another another cool, I guess, you know, piece of content for you. So that's Back Alive. We just posted, f- I don't know, five or six different episodes there. We're going to continue that. Another one's coming out tonight. This episode will be uh, will be out on there as well next week. So it'll be basically podcast, blog, blog, blog. Excuse me, blog post the next week. Anyway, thank you guys for joining. Um, I wanted to get into the digital customer service side today, so we're going to talk about how to set up digital customer support. What channels should you be looking at? What are some of the basic techniques that that you need to do? And I could do a, a full series on this right for each different channel and kind of how to service them but this is something that you're going to have to know right we have people who listen to the podcast who are everywhere from you know 18 to to 70 years old we do see that there is a little bit of hesitation towards newer channels right the if you are a little bit on the older spectrum of this i'm probably smack in the middle i'm 43 right i kind of see both sides of it um, with kind of where I came up and where I see things are going. But there is some hesitation, right? So it seems like the the newer channels are always kind of the, they get the the most pushback, right, to, to start to implement. So you need to do this because, guys, how can you, if you're not into the social side, right, if you're not into looking at Twitter and Facebook and 
and doing that digital stuff, how are you going to move on to the to the AI stuff that's coming, right? That stuff that we just talked about a, a, an episode or two ago with with Agent Assist and and all the different things that Google's coming out with and you know real time analytics and real time transcriptions and all that, right? So you got to push yourself. Your customers are here. Millennials are here. Gen X is here. You need to be there as well. All right. So I want to talk about a couple specific channels, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I'm going to touch then on, on WeChat, WhatsApp, because I think while they may not be huge in the United States, if you are a global organization, you already know about them and you're going to need to start to hear about them. And then we'll talk about some maybe up and coming ones as well. All right, so my first kind of tip to dig into this is you need to be social, right? It's very hard for an organization or for a culture to service social and service digital if you're not on there, right? So your organization, and I shouldn't have to say this, right? But your organization needs to be on Twitter. You need to be on Facebook. You probably need to be on Instagram. You almost definitely need to be on LinkedIn, and then we can kind of talk about some other things and, and, and where you want to be. But really those four and say three and a half, depending on where your organization is or what type of business, if you're B2B, B2C, you need to be on there. And on there, I mean posting content regularly, you know, listening to what's going on um, on your channels. If you're big enough, right, or if a lot of you and a lot of the newer organizations, they're, they're not even doing voice right now, right? When they start, they're not doing voice. They're not doing email. They're just doing their Facebook page or they're doing Messenger. So customers are starting to get accustomed to this, right? They're starting to get used to, to that because they're being pushed that way by, by certain in, in kind of the newer, I guess, more progressive organizations. Some could say progressive. I just kind of say lazy if that's all you're doing. But anyway, all right, so... Let's talk about a couple things first. So so with Twitter, right? Specifically, you need to be looking at your account, right? You need to be seeing if anybody is is talking about your organization and if anybody is kind of adding at you, right? And messaging at your organization. So let's talk about this from a real baseline standpoint. You have inbound customer support, you have chat, you have email. You at least should have someone set up if you don't have this stuff integrated, which we're going to talk about here too, but if you don't have this integrated, have somebody set up at least looking for that stuff, people that are actually coming to you, right? So Twitter, somebody has a problem and they're, they're, they're talking to your organization. You need to make sure that you're, you're, you're getting those. And then we can get to listening. So you know, we'll talk about if, if somebody's tweeting at you, that's one thing. But if somebody tweets about your organization or, hey, I just bought a product from XYZ and it stinks or it broke, Right, and they might not at you. You need to be actively listening for that. We're going to talk about that. But really, the two things on Twitter, right? They're going to direct message you. They're going to kind of tweet at you, or they're going to tweet about you. Those are the things that you need to listen to there. Kind of the same thing with Facebook. They can post right on your timeline. They can message you on on direct messenger, and then they could they can kind of email you too in, in kind of a, a backwards way. But but basically, you know, they're going to message you with with Facebook Messenger. They're going to post on your timeline. The more ticked they are, the more social they're going to make it, right? They're not going to do anything behind the scenes. They're going to try to do it on your on your timeline. Those are the things that you got to really respond to quick. We'll get to that here in a second. Instagram, kind of the same thing. Instagram is owned by Facebook. So it's going to be in the comment section that you're going to need to kind of listen for. 
Um, and then obviously they can use Messenger too, you know, when it comes to that. And then, you know, when we talk to WeChat, I don't know if any of you guys know this, most of you probably do, some of you don't. You know, it's it's China's largest mes- messaging app. Over a billion people are on it. Um, it's more than just an app that, that messages, right? It's it's more than Messenger. And, and Messenger's obviously you can do some things too with from a chatbot standpoint and getting into some really cool things with that. But, you know, making payments, messaging. Um, they call their games mini programs, right? Or their apps, mini programs. So if you are global, if you are more international, I think that's a channel that you need to look at for sure. And you need to be listening to and allowing your customers to to talk to you with. WhatsApp is another one. WhatsApp is actually the world's largest texting and, and voice platform. Um, it allows basically, you know, you to to talk and have calls between devices too, right? So if I have an Android, I have a, it's agnostic with with, uh, with what type of, of platform that you're on. So if you're an iOS or if you're on Android, you guys can still have that talk, free international calls. Like it's, it's, it's pretty sweet. So that's another kind of, uh, you know, really big, I don't want to say up and coming, but up and coming in the United States, right? For, for things that you need to look at. LinkedIn, it's not really a channel that you need to monitor as much, right? I believe it's kind of more of the marketing side. It's more of the branding side. People really aren't going to LinkedIn to, to complain. I'm sure they do here or there. But really, if you're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram right now, if you're bigger, looking at WeChat or WhatsApp, you're going to be in a pretty good place at least to start here to build your platform. So let's dig into kind of those really three and a half kind of channels which I think most people are on and it kind of affects most of us. So a couple best practices, and then I want to kind of talk specifically about each of them, right? So a couple best practices that, that we have definitely found that I think is, is kind of known, but you, know, you got to make sure that you implement these kind of policies. Is the number one thing is take public private. So anytime that somebody tweets at you, right, they are on your Facebook and they post something, you know, that everyone can see. The first thing you need to do is you need to respond to that as quickly as you possibly can, right? These are not, these channels should take almost priority. I think they're right below or even with your voice channels. Like I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, right? Chat, people can be ticked, but again, there's not this giant audience looking at someone's chat. Social messaging is basically everybody's looking at this thing. And they're, they're kind of like, you know, that popcorn emoji, right? <laughs> they're, they're saying, hey, w- what's going to happen next? So you don't want to get into a draw, into a giant fight, just like on your, the call center floor. You know, we talked about that. Anything that happens on the call center floor, we got to pull off because only good things happen. Well, only good things happen on your Facebook page. Only good things happen on your, on your public-facing social uh, media assets. So take them private, DM them, try to get through the conversation that way. Make sure that you're not you're not you know hashing anything out or getting defensive publicly. Make sure you have a separate handle for service, right? So if you are XYZ store, XYZ bank, uh, make sure you have XYZ service or XYZ issues channel to make sure that there is a separate place that you can f- try to filter out and not make as public. And you can probably, well, you can listen for those and have those, you make sure that you're really watching those because you want to try to funnel people into 
to if they have an issue to go here instead of making everything you know out there public. So that's a really really important thing. And then make sure your response times with that are really 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 high. And this kind of goes. This is the bridge between service and marketing, right? And and those lines are now really becoming blurred with all this digital technology. It's kind of awesome, right? But you need to be li- actually listening. And there's programs out there that actually listen for your brand. So. You might not have Susie Smith, you know, say my product stinks, give me a refund. What are you guys doing? And they're doing that on your Facebook page. They might just go on Twitter and say, you know what? I bought this product and it's awful. I bought it from this company. Don't buy anything there, right? So if if you're not actually actively listening for your brand, that's going to be out there. And how many people are going to see that, right? A lot. So... Customer support now is not just a reactive business. You have to be proactive with digital customer support. And that's the one of the biggest takeaways, being proactive with digital customer support. Being able to respond to this customer as quickly as possible, saying, you know, Janie, Mrs. Mrs. Janie Smith, uh, um, we're really sorry to hear this. Can you please DM me? And we'd love to be able to handle this and take care of this with you. And, and 90% of the customers are going to do that because they just want to be heard right? Most of the time they're going through social channels when they've tried other places and they failed. You're, they went to your voice channel and they didn't get what they needed. They went to maybe chat to try to talk to somebody else. They probably called again. They didn't get what they needed or you guys were late in, in getting them um, the needs and, and getting them fixed. So they feel helpless. So the last ditch effort a lot of times is these social channels because they say, you know what? I tried to do it the right way, and now I'm doing it this way. Really important that you, first of all, try to handle that initially, but when it happens, you're listening, you're being proactive, and you don't let that fester. Remember, we want everybody to be an evangelist for our brand, not kind of a devil for our brand. So that's really important. Having chatbots, especially with instant messenger on Facebook Messenger, um, is, a, is a really good tactic to have for a lot of basic questions Customers are pretty comfortable. If they're into the digital stuff, they're going online. They're comfortable with talking to that that genre, right? Um, they're, they're into that kind of technology. So that's another way, too, that you can get 24-7 service on, on a lot of this stuff. And, and kind of when you're it's 3 o'clock in the morning and you have an organization that doesn't have 24-7 service, that's going to help you, you know, do a lot of those, those kind of things. And the other really good tip I have is to create content. Someone's online, they're used to looking at things online, right? So videos and PDFs and those types of things are going to be awesome. So if you, you know, you, you have somebody who has a problem, they're on Facebook, you DM them, um, I can't do this or, or this, I have a problem with, you know, this product, you can send them or send them the video of how to help that, right? Send them the, the PDF instead of just kind of talking them through that. Really important. Just want to add this as well. You know, being an omni-channel contact center, like we're omni-channel, so I can go in and out of these channels. So, like, if somebody's on a, a chat um, and they say, hey, Tom, I need uh, – I, I don't understand. I can launch a phone call, keep all the connections the same, right? I don't have to, like, hang up one, make the phone call. If they wanted to go back to chat, start a new chat session, don't know if they're going to get me. We can kind of do that on the digital side, and a lot of you guys I know can do that too. Really important, and that's where omni-channel is really going to become more important as more and more of these channels come. Um, we got to kind of integrate them all together. 
So those are a couple tips that I have um, to make sure that that you're at least setting up your processes properly. So the again, you guys know I'm on Nice and Contact Shop. One of the things that they're coming out with is they just had a purchase of, 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 a, of a company called Brand MC, and they are integrating every single, and, and there's, they got to be really active with this and, and kind of fluid with it because there's different social channels that are coming and going all the time, right? Facebook, who knows, in 10 years, maybe that doesn't exist anymore. So it's not hard-coded. It's, it's, it's a kind of an ebb and flow process where we can choose what channels we want to be in. And a lot of these, uh, this is happening throughout the, the call center industry. And we can we treat them like a regular channel. So I have a voice channel for my reps. I have chat. I have email. I have Facebook. I have Twitter. Um, and maybe for this client, I just have voice and an Instagram and a Twitter or Facebook messenger. I can choose how I'm interacting with my customers, what my social media assets are, how my customers are listening, and how they're interacting with me, not only from the voice and in, in kind of those those kind of, I don't say archaic, but those legacy type ways to, to talk, but now also you know, moving into these digital channels, which I'm now treating, I can put SLAs on them, I can route them like regular calls, right? So that's how mainstream this is getting, right? So when I, when I, a giant company and a giant telephony company like Nice and Contact is is saying, you know what, we need to treat digital channels just like voice, email, and chat channels because they're that mainstream. Then that should you know ring some bells you know in in your organization to say, hey, we need to get on board with this, right? So again, depending on your brand, there may be a rush to do this or there may be a slow walk to do this, but there better be momentum going that way. This is going to be, these are going to be channels that are going to start to kind of continue to take over. And, you know, as you move away from, from legacy carriers, from really everybody using voice, right, to moving to chat, the next process and the next movement is going to be to digital. So get on board now because this is all going to start to be integrated then with the AI, especially because these are tech companies. So the, the merging of, of all of this technology coming together is we're right at the beginning of this. So again, make sure that you're listening to your customers. Make sure you're listening to, your, to things about your brand, people talking about your brand. Make sure that you have specific SLAs that are set up when somebody talks to you, especially when they're posting on a public-facing social asset. You're responding as quickly as you possibly can. Treat these channels not as secondary channels, but as a 1B to voice. Because again, this is the whole point of, of NPS, right? It was to go out and make people an evangelist for our brand. Go on social media and say, hey, my organization, this company that I, I've been working with is awesome. I love their products. You can't do that if they're saying negative things. You have to make sure that you're you're on top of that. So that's my kind of take, guys, on uh on the digital side, I like to keep these things under 20 minutes. I'll go on uh, iTunes. There's a huge drop off after the 20 minute mark. I must just kind of drone on and get boring, but um, I'd love to know some of your opinions on this, how you guys are integrating with, with social and with digital. Please go on the advice from a call center geek community. Uh, start posting stuff there. Um, we have, we're up to about 50, 50 members there, and that continues to grow every single day. So I'd love to see you guys there. Also, the YouTube channel, Advice from a Call Center Geek YouTube channel. I'm posting every single day a call center tip 
the daily call center operations tip. So go on the YouTube channel, like it. Um, and then again, we have our Facebook, we have our Twitter, we have all that stuff. So again, subscribe. Please leave a review. Love a review on uh, on iTunes. I want to hear what you guys uh, or Spotify. I guess Spotify you really can't leave. Uh, you really can't leave reviews, but at least on iTunes, those of you guys are listening. And according to this, 73% of you guys are listening on iTunes. Uh, so please um, do that as well. And then again, follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Constantly posting. We're trying to post you know, about 20 to 25 pieces of call center content a day. So if anything else, it's going to help you. Um, again, thank you guys very much for all the support. We're almost at 19,000 uh, total downloads. I love all you guys, and I will talk to you guys next week.